Okay, this episode is about a song called If I Can Dream by Elvis Presley. So this song was recorded and released in 1968. And I'm going to tell you about some of the years leading up to this event. Let's go back around uh, 10 years or so. So the beginning of 1957, Elvis Presley made his infamous television appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show, where they cropped the film to just his waist up to hide his uh, controversial gyrating hips that were all the sensation and driving all the ladies wild and were inappropriate and vulgar and rude and all that kind of stuff. By the end of 1957, he gets his draft notice for the U.S. Army. He managed to get a deferment because he was shooting a movie and started his uh, service in around March of 1958. And by the middle of the summer, his mother, who he was extremely close with, she passed away from alcohol and prescription drug abuse and had a heart attack. So he had an emergency um, exit from the army for a couple of weeks to deal with that. Uh, he goes back and, and he's super depressed about it. And uh, so he's stationed in West Germany while he's in the army, right? He meets his future wife, Priscilla, who's 14 at the time. He gets hooked on prescription drugs, uppers and downers. And uh, that ultimately, by the way, resulted in his addiction that uh, kills him off of a heart attack at the age of 42. So dies young, just like his mom. He gets honorably discharged in 1960. And then when he comes back, his manager has some kind of control over him. And instead of him going back and doing his normal routine of a mix of different projects of studio albums and live tours and movies, he has him focus entirely on movies. So he spends the next seven years making 27 kind of uh, lighthearted um, romantic comedy movies and the soundtracks to those movies uh, with almost no live shows. In fact, he didn't have live shows for about seven years. Well, Elvis's manager was clearly in it for himself and made sure that Elvis always made the most money of any one of these pictures, and that was the biggest part of the budget, so that the manager could take home a nice big chunk of it. And his movies, as you can imagine, started to not be so well received. What they did, instead of changing their formula in terms of the movie quality or the, how many they were doing or stopping them altogether, is they uh, started dropping the budgets. So they started making them cheaper, and um, they started making the recording sessions cheaper, so lower quality, essentially. And um, by 1967, he um, was, Elvis himself, was pretty depressed. He was considered a joke by serious music lovers, and a has-been to most others. And he felt uh, alienated because of the quality of his films and studio recordings deteriorating in just the name of keeping business profitable. He marries Priscilla at the end of 1967. His daughter is born in early 1968. And uh, his manager approaches NBC about making a Christmas special. And that eventually morphs into... Uh, Elvis wasn't a fan of that idea, by the way. He didn't want to do a Christmas special 
So they eventually landed on just doing a TV special. And this is eventually called the 68 Comeback Special, but it's, at the time it's just called Elvis is the special the special's name, and it's presented by Singer. So they end up making it just about Elvis and all with original songs. So they get a whole TV production crew together with NBC, and they get um, Walter Earl Brown to write uh, most of the lyrics, and they get Billy Goldenberg to compose the special. They were trying to think of a song for, to close it out or a statement to close it out. Elvis had been deeply touched by the recent assassination of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. So this is pretty fresh. He's recording this just two months later. He felt that his killing, having taken place in his hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, quote, only confirmed everyone's worst feelings about the South. Walter Earl Brown and Billy Goldenberg go off and write this song called If I Can Dream, which contains quotes from Martin Luther King Jr. Presley hears it, and he proclaims, quotes, I'm never going to sing another song I don't believe in. I'm never going to make another picture I don't believe in. End quote. And he felt so strongly about this song and this message, he made it his closer for the show. So the show ended up being uh, really well received. It was you know, the biggest thing watched all year. And Presley kind of had a, a heart-to-heart with his manager and just said, look, I'm done making these crappy movies. I want to start touring again. So they said, okay. And he starts touring again. So you know how the story ends now. But I want to talk about this song specifically. It's It's extremely powerful to listen to and... Elvis is just kind of a, a force of nature almost. There's something magical about him, his performance and his voice. It's very unique. Um, I personally love this track. I love the chorus of backup singers. Uh, my wife and I made a trip down to uh, Graceland years ago. I kind of made it my mission to you know bone up on some Elvis before we went, went there. I'm not like a huge Elvis fan or anything. And I came across this song. I played this on loop for hours and probably drove her nuts. So I still like it, but I hope you enjoy it too. If I can dream of a warmer sun where hope keeps shining on 